We're back. We're back. Tyler, do you want to introduce today's amazing guest? Oh my God. The honor, the privilege is all mine. I mean, to say Hannah and I are both fans Mm -hmm. of this guest is such an understatement. Understatement. Yeah. She is the queen of Bravo. Um, mm-hmm. I said what I said. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are looking for a podcast that is funny, that is touching, that is moving, that will give you all of the tea you have ever needed and ever desired, look mm-hmm. no further. Uh, Mixing with Mani is absolutely one of the best pods there is, period, period. period. Mani is also the kindest, most generous, most supportive human being. Mm-hmm. I like. We are both so grateful to have her in our lives. Um, if you want someone on Bravo 24-7, she is it. Look no further. We are talking about the host of the hit podcast, the one and the only, Mani. We are so grateful you're here. Oh my God, do I take you with me everywhere? I won't even need a therapist. I'll just be better all by myself. Thank you so much for that intro and for having me. Like, guys, I perpetually always just want to be involved in whatever it is you're doing. So I'm just like, what are you currently podcasting about? I will become a fan immediately so I can be on the show. Like, I put myself out to be here. So I'm so happy we finally make this work. Did I take off of school and teaching young American minds to be on this podcast? Maybe. We don't know. Oh, my gosh. We are honored. We never will. Honored. Oh, my god. And I feel like right off the bat, we just have to acknowledge, Moni, that you have this beautiful autumnal manicure right now. You have like a matte green moment, and I'm living for it. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. It does need to be refilled, but I love it. I'm I'm into matte right now. I have no idea why. Mm -hmm. It's a moment. I played with it a while ago. Then I got back into glossy. I used to be a colored French girl like back Ooh, in the day. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And then was like a regular French and then somehow became very simple, basic. I think a good Ugh. color just makes enough of a statement. It says everything. And yes. when they're in the middle of that process of like buffing them and whatnot, I end up loving the way it looks. Mm-hmm. And I'm always just like, I think we need to go matte. And it's always a game day decision. In the middle of the moment, I go, mm-hmm. this is it. This is where we're going to win. Yeah. And it's what happened. And I, I, I like it a lot. I love. I saw that there's Thank a you. fall nail trend that's like it's a French manicure where they use like either just matte for the stripe or just gloss for the stripe. So it's like your nails all one color, but it's it's a half glossy, half matte French manicure. Does that make sense? Oh, my gosh. I literally what? was Googling like fall trends fall nail trends 2021 because i just you know i want to be i want to be hip with the kids money you're a little bit younger than tyler and i so you're hip like i don't really know what's going on (laughs) i'm the elder of the three and i have to say (laughs) that i wish that i was hip on nail trends i am like well and don't look they're hideous right now because i'm going to show so i can't have nails on but you're literally a hand model though so i'm just gonna stop you right there but keep going (laughs) but i am like i'm someone who is like like i love a deep red a near black like a like a dark blue a navy like i i go for the same shit almost every time like in a certain like in a secular motion. Like mm-hmm. I just, I, I don't mm-hmm. like try anything new. Anyways, it's not about the nails, but it's about the nails. But... It's not about the no. nails. <laughs> but it was it about was. the pasta then and it's about the nails now. <laughs> yes, you get it. You get it. Um, uh, Tyler, do you think we should dive into our Gossip Girl centric questions for our incredible guest? Yes, because I am oh so gosh. excited to hear your answers. Me I am too. like, I, like we, We've gotten to talk Disney together, some Bravo together, but nary have we been able to speak on Gossip Girl. And I'm oh my gosh. 
<laughs> yes. I was so and- excited. I didn't know what to do. I asked her, I was like, what episode are you going to watch to prepare? She's like, it's all things. I said, wow, that means that we are fourth quarter, y'all. Like, all these sports references, you would think that I was a sports person, and I'm not, but I feel very called now to be a coach of something. I feel like I am under the pressure and I'm ready to go. This is when you make your best performances, when you know nothing yes. about what's going to happen next. Bonnie, yes. I feel like your gift when you're talking about any pop culture, anything is like you literally can answer a question in the moment as if you've been like writing a thesis for like Harvard mm-hmm. for like months. Yes. Like you're like, yes, here's the reasons, here's the trip. points. Here's it's fucking incredible. So like, it I'm is. so excited no to hear how. you do this about gossip. Like, famously, my 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 just really quick random fact, my, my famous like moment ever is when I was on the Dumpster Dive podcast with Tom and Kicks talking Summer House and had not seen the entire season. And it was about like the finale. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Opinions because I just wanted to be on their Incredible. show that bad. I absolutely love their show, so I was like, I'm going to be on that. it and I'm going to talk about it. But I didn't have time to watch that whole season, so <laughs> I read one Vulture article about Paige Desorbo, and I said, "This is it. I'm ready." They did not know until I revealed it on another podcast later, and they were like, "I'm sorry, what?" I was like, you- "Never again. I will be professional." But I'm I had dead. to know. I had to have people know <laughs> that that is like who, who among who among us can right. It does a trip. It's a really it's a cool trip. talent. It's incredible. It or the time that you were a psychic and you predicted how LVP was going to respond in the VPR <laughs> reunion. And like, literally, yes. it was like word for word, beat for beat, exactly what fucking happened. I was like, oh, <gasps> a lot of people Bonnie's a psychic. Yeah. And I was, wow. They were like, did you know? And I was like, no. <laughs> wow. It's just, I don't know. Maybe middle-aged British rich white ladies are a, a language <laughs> I speak. Your need yeah. language yeah. I speak. Yeah. yeah. Right. And yeah. you know what? So is so since I was a young person about to go to college, so was upper echelon, really rich, adult playing teenage actors <laughs> mm-hmm. as fashion forward people who went to yes. a boarding school but yet had so many different outfits. Yes. Or not yes. went to a private school yeah. with a uniform mm-hmm. that had so many different outfits. That yes. was my language. I spoke them, I resonated very yes. instantly, very deeply. Yeah, I said these are my people. We have mm-hmm. nothing in common. And I feel so connected to them. <laughs> Don't we um, all? I mean, truly. I mean, yeah. Our first question is like, what is your relationship to Gossip Girl? Which you already kind oh, of yes. touched on. But yeah, yeah. Like, give us the vibe. Give us I the vibe. I watched plot. it on. It was. I think the show had already completed, and I found it on Netflix. Um, it was a part of like the CW era that I like dabbled in and out of because once you like connect with one of those dramas you can't do them all and mine was 90210 so Um, I was deep into the remake of 90210 mm -hmm. and I was like (gasps) so once that was over I was like I'm exhausted I have nothing else to give I cannot find a a mystery show with a girl is from the clouds who's like talking about that's weird I don't Mm want to do that and then I watched (laughs) one episode on Netflix and then my mom watched like the third episode or something with me. Like, what are you watching? She thought it was so vapid and stupid. And then we finished the entire series together in like a a matter of months, of course, as things go. Um, Mm, And I got my, at the time, best friend to watch it. And um, she's now currently my fiance. That's funny. Um, But we bonded over that. Yes. And we were like deeply invested in Gossip Girl. We were like, who's the player? Who's the Serena? Oh, we were seeing each other clips and texts about like, oh, this is oh so my you. Oh my God. God, this is totally how you would act when the episode of like when they go to college hunting or when they go to look at colleges uh-huh. and like Brown was always Blair's thing. And then mm-hmm. Serena, and that episode of like when they're going to finally like separate and everything, that was us. Like we were bawling about like, this is going to be us. And it was like so timely at the time because so much of it was during our high school years. Uh-huh. We were going to college. They were mm-hmm. going to college. And it was mm-hmm. like, this is the best show ever. And I am one of the people who hot. I like to be in me. I don't know. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I did too. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm sorry. Like any ending that ends with two people like running, trying to elope in Central Park before they get arrested. Spoiler, you know, yes. like and like just split. so that they have spousal privilege and don't right. have to like rat on each other to the bed. <laughs> I'm into it. Right. You and, know, and, romantic. I mean, Truly. And that Ellie yeah. Tahari dress, that blue dress, I've never seen anyone look more beautiful ever. But all Blair of it. Baldur. And I really honestly yes. think 
but we have launched careers because now you is one of the biggest shows ever. And do you think Dan Humphreys could have played that character if he had not been a sinister, snarky, Upper East Side, like a, a separate secret blogger <laughs> about people he did not actually like get along with like no yeah like no. connect with but no. was like in the vibes like do you mm-hmm. think that that he could have played that role now yeah. we said it now we said yeah. it no it's, i don't think because he could of have the show and you're welcome yeah i know what's also well, weird about penn badgley specifically is like in the posters for you like his face is so much more like chiseled now than it was when he played dan like yes. he has these like hollow cheekbones and he just looks more serial mm-hmm. killery now but also really hot i don't i mean that's yeah. between me and my therapist but um <laughs> it is weird how like you know it's only been like 10 years but i feel like dan looks like such a man in you whereas in gossip yeah. girl i'm like he could be he, just he could be 30 he could boy. be 12 yeah yeah he well, was they- just like a lonely looking boy yeah <laughs> nate yeah. does too on the boys i always bring i always bring him up mm-hmm. he is fucking he's so cut he looks like a different person yeah like and nate's always been handsome but i'm like oh my god oh like, my god I, I am embarrassed to look at your cheekbones your cheekbones are so attractive let alone your yes. muscles right Absolutely. and my mom is like obsessed with chuck bass there was like a series of like years where anything he was in she watched is on <gasps> principle because yeah. she absolutely loved him and the fact that like because he has this deep British accent he had mm. to speak in a much huskier voice to try yes. to hide it so that yes. happens a lot apparently Idris Elba does it yes wow um, Mitchell I think is her name from like the Fosters and 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 yeah. uh, Good Trouble she mm-hmm. speaks in a much huskier tone so that she can she can have her Australian accent wow it happens a lot like they have to like get breathy they have to yeah. talk like this when yeah. they and they like use more of their tongue in order so they, it can hide it because it's yeah and it's exciting yeah I'm almost like you should have just let chuck do the thing and have oh my god oh my god british i don't, I don't yeah. even know if he had been british i don't know that i could have even handled that because i'm i mean yeah, it would have made me sense in a that Blair was like fine if i have to run from the feds for you yeah whatever. I'll do we, it. All, we all <laughs> yeah but i love that i love that the manic love stories of Gossip Girl uh, underscored your own love story with your now fiance uh, Maya. Incredible. I think that is like fucking beautiful. I literally had like full body chills when you were talking about it. I was like, oh my I god. I didn't even remember that. Maybe that's why I was like so put like pressed to get on this podcast and talk about this show. It was the guy yes. to be all things Gossip Girl. Because I've also dabbled in wanting to rewatch it again anyway, like the old one, because with the reboot and everything, I'm like, I need to rewatch, mm-hmm. revisit my roots and see what's mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, um, did you watch the reboot? I have seen most of it. I have not seen all of it or caught up, but I have. I have feelings. I want to know that. Okay, that I share them. Okay, great. Yes. Safe space. Uh, safe space. I don't don't hate what I think I'm supposed to hate. Mm. Like I get that everyone was very hesitant. Like even one of my best friends, one of my bridesmaids, she was like, I love Gossip Girl so much. I'm mm-hmm. watching this reboot because of loyalty and I just don't, it's not clicking for me. I don't know what to do, Monty. And I was like, okay, yes, I understand loyalty, but I'm like, I like the cast. I think mm-hmm. that they, I like the drama. I like how, where it is timely wise. Like I like that it's in the midst of like a social media influencer frenzy that Mm -hmm. feels very relevant to Mm -hmm. today's time to Mm -hmm. Gen Z, but also one that I understand still. So like I can still kind of pull, it's a great way to pull into from the millennials that watch the original to the Gen Z that did not, or only would see it on Netflix and don't know anything about it. It's in the middle because we all understand TikTok and influencers and Instagram and numbers. We understand mm-hmm. that. And we also understand that the most successful influencers haven't, they can't even buy a drink at a bar. So right. we, yeah. they're, 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 they're these fabulous Amazon looking young people. And we constantly send them to our own friends and go, were we, we this attractive? And we love it. Right. I don't think we were. Right. I'm very confused. No. Like right. I have a lovely feathered bang that I did every day with my chi, like uh, all the time. Like I always stuffed it and wore a big, thick headband and was like, yes. I'm so cute. And like pink yes. smoky from CoverGirl, like a pink smoky eye. Oh my God, you're palette. so cute. That's adorable. Like that was me in my Google uniform. And she I was so connected. And I was yes. like, I love this. 
it wasn't until the teachers started talking. So episode one, minute six, (laughs) that I was like, oh, this won't work. (laughs) We must reconvene because it just did it. It made more sense to me when it is someone who is both feeling outsider Mm -hmm. and is in like I'm a big fan of both of my this ad nauseum of the the series the book series the click growing up and that moment where Claire from Orlando and her kids finally is like allowed to sit at the table with the Ralph Lauren cladded and Balenciaga cladded and the Range Rover at the fancy Westchester school where she's allowed mm -hmm. to sit there. Like to me, that's why it always makes sense that Dan was Gossip Girl because I could have seen Claire doing that. Like you're in, but Mm. you're not in. Like you're not actually a part of this world. They're like letting you visit. And every day you're wondering if ever like you're, you're, your visit is going to be like expired. Someone's going to say, ma'am, your pass has been revoked, but you must leave. Totally. So like, that yeah. makes sense to me because there would be a certain level of cynicism if you're dealing with that in high school. But when you are a teacher <laughs> in New York with a career and multiple degrees. Multiple degrees. In talent and skills, such as like freelance writing and journalism. And because, you know, when you're at these type of schools and you're teaching, you're like the top of your everything. And oh, teaching yeah. is like something you do, not who yeah, you are. Right. Like, right. And, you and know. you're obsessed with like a high school clip. Right. And you're just like, no, this feels, too much. Um, this feels a little an F and a bit illegal. Right. Soups on F. F. Yeah. No, it really does. Like when there's like this moment in the reboot where like one of the other teachers, because there's a band of teachers now um, trying to take down children, uh, minors, and there's yes. a side of a of law taking explicit photos. I'm like, hello, hello, child pornography. I would like to flag a play. Right. This is the play yes. I would play. It'd be called child pornography flag. This is yes. the one. But yes. This is not something we play with. And I'm just like looking at the editors and like the writers, like, Whose decision was this? This is not a great decision. Just say Yeah, there are definitely some like writing choices and plot choices on the reboot where I'm just like, what the fuck? Did you get to the episode where um, one of the kids whose name, oh, Thomas Wolfe, is that his name? Max Uh Wolfe. Max Wolfe. I think Thomas Uh Wolfe is like an author. Max Wolfe asks asks Aki to like catfish his dad because he thinks his dad is like cheating on on his dad. And so Aki starts catfishing Max's dad. And I'm like, this is like, what? And it's, I'm not saying I want them all to be like good people. Like it it wouldn't be interesting if they'd never made a mistake. That's like good TV is all about people fucking up. But I'm just like, this is just not a storyline that we need. Like, I'm not interested. I don't care. Like, I really don't. I'm sorry. I don't care. Mistakes. Like what, you know what I mean? Like I think some of the best, writing of any show and any plot is when the bad decisions has a redeemable quality right like we're sitting there we feel bad enough for the villain because we have the inside on them like mm-hmm. we like for instance that first epic fight between the sisters when mm-hmm. it, you know and it's the fashion show of it mm-hmm. all and it's like they both had something to lose and really it was right. each other and so mm-hmm. they're but so they're battling each other it's like you know the real reason why both why this is why this means something for both of them mm-hmm. including our glamazon beautiful like influencer who seems that she has it all why she can't just let everything slide and why she can't like lose the followers and everything. like we know why that means something to her this is mm-hmm. tangible for her this is something that she can really hold on to with uh, not her mom like it's something that brought her closer to someone who reminded her of her mom like we understand those things but to just make decisions and there's zero redemption like there's no real reason behind it or like I can't get behind the person or the action so then it's just like why are we here right Right. well I and I have to know okay who are your who are your favorite characters from the original and if you have any from the reboot but especially the OG Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like there is no such universe where I exist now without the influence of Blair Waldorf. Ah. It just isn't. Yes. And it's not because she's fabulous, though that is a great reason for most people to <laughs> love and respect her. It's because she is the most generous person ever. 
And by generous, I mean she let that woman, Serena Vanderwoodson, <laughs> walk all over her for like decades. Yes. Like she just let this girl dip in and out of her life, flake, mess up, betray her. And she kept taking this bitch back. And I'm like, <laughs> wow. Wow. Like, like, didn't like Serena like go poor or something at some point? Blair's like, I will just take you in and I will love you forever. Stay with me and stay at my house. Fighting with your yes. mom, come here. Fighting yes. with your mom, come here. Brothers, yes. out like lost, we'll find him. Like, yeah. I will get no. the limo. We will go do whatever you need. Serena, I love you. And I'm like, Serena's a shitty friend. And mm-hmm. Blair is just a queen. And uh. Yeah. She gave everyone a chance. I mean, she generously dated Dan Humphreys. You're welcome, sir. <laughs> you are welcome. Like, no, it didn't make sense. But that's also one of those storylines like it's harmless. And she's just like, What's right. like, what are we doing here? Right. But, like, right. it doesn't hurt anyone. Nothing right. on, you know? Right. On us. Nothing. Oh, I love that. Wow. That I mean, um, that is that that really hit, resonates with us. Yeah. I do love Julianne. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just have to. Mm-hmm. I have, I didn't know much about the cast going in. I saw things that, you know, you guys would post and I knew of the trailer and things, but it didn't really click for me until watching that first episode that both like our protagonists that we like the Serena and the Blair, like battle of it all. Mm-hmm. We're going to be both two women of color. I did mm-hmm. not see that coming. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow. And I love that we didn't make a big deal out of it. I mean, of course now naturally I'm making a big deal out of it by mentioning it, but mm-hmm. I didn't, like that didn't click for me. And then mm-hmm. I just loved the inclusivity of it all. And that's one of the things that I did like about placing this reboot in the age of Gen Z because they just simply don't give a F about right. these things. Exactly. The gender identity of it all, who you sleep with, what you look at. They don't care. If you're pretty, no. you're pretty. It's not that you're pretty because of or mm-hmm. you're attracted to me because of. Like they are just like, this is what people want. This is what people look like. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's, that's who we are. And yes. I really did that amongst oh, really wish we could all adopt that i think it's yes. great and i think gossip girl is a great place to start it mm-hmm. is gossip girl is just such a like a pop culture like like a cornerstone of pop culture and i do i yes. agree that like ushering the ushering in this new generation of gossip girl fans with this cast where it's like yeah it's like mm-hmm. there's racial diversity there's like you know there's people fucking whoever the fuck they want. I mean, like, yes. it's not a big deal. Yeah. Who cares that they're all children and this is probably very bad and unsafe for all of them. Yeah. As a parent, I worry about everyone on Gossip Girl. Yes. As a yes. viewer, I'm thrilled to watch these stunning children figure it the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Me, as an mm-hmm. actual teacher, I'm actually very worried. For all yeah. Yes. People. You're yes. like, where are their parents? Um, Yes. No, I'm like also like what are you doing like as a teacher like, I, I teach only third graders but I could just never imagine ever being this invested in their life like this but like uh, I know <laughs> I, I think about that too like the fact that in the first episode Kate's like they, they're so mean to me like I wanted them to like my outfit and they're so mean I'm like fucking duh they're mean to you Kate Keller they're like children they're like 16 years old like get a grip you like even a 16 year old an eight year old i promise <laughs> you know who's even meaner than an eight-year-old a nine-year-old ask any parent who's listening who is <sighs> a fourth grader that's when they start being very cynical and very critical i was walking the stairs the other day and i had two fifth grade girls tell me oh miss Marcus, i really like your top oh i do like your top you're right and i was like thank you <laughs> i felt so validated in that moment because they are the arbiters of my day. It feels yeah. like yeah. these kids don't have any Wild. filter at eight, nine, ten years old. Like it's oh, like about sixteen none. where they're a little deliberately mean. Eight year old would just be like, "Your hair is too short in front of your face. Why do you have those?" And like, "Oh, they're called bangs. Yes. I don't like them." And yes. they just walk away and go. Yes. Ah. And I'm just like, oh, okay. I will never wear it again. <laughs> You're like, I hear and I respect that feedback eight-year-old child um, yes and you must be <laughs> kind to them because they are children you can yeah, never give hard. them thoughts back because yeah, they will fall break down and like be destroyed forever yeah. and not only remember that their third grade teacher crushed their spirit but they can crush yours every 10 minutes and it's fine <sighs> oh my god i that's so, so funny I say to those teachers get a grip <laughs> 
Thank yeah. you. I mean, fun Get fact, my third grade teacher uh, crushed my spirit. He was a real dick. So, Monty, I'm so glad that you as an educator have a grip on the fact that like kids can be mean to you, but you can't uh, be mean back. Exactly. exactly. But I wasn't mean to him. Yeah. But I would never start a blog about my third graders. Right. No. Like, what? Oh, my God. Sally Jenkins didn't bring her lunch today and <laughs> she had to eat by herself. Loser. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, no. And, oh and you God. know what's so crazy? I'm thinking like, I was trying to figure out, do I like anyone else from the reboot? And I was like, I like, you know, a couple of kids. I think this, the casting was pretty well done. Um, mm-hmm. I think that the fun though of Gossip Girl is that you really only have one or two favorites because they're all so vastly different that you mm-hmm. aren't going to like most yeah. of the rest of the cast if you mm-hmm. like one of the other ones. Because mm-hmm. I, I probably only like Serena's brother and yeah, of course Chuck right. Bass. Once I he mean, got the fade. once he got a fade, I liked him. <laughs> the early seasons with the woolly hair, I was oh, it was bad. Your, it was a mock. Your jacket doesn't fit. It's not tailored, and I don't mm. like you. Right. I and then once agree. he got that fade, I said, "Oh well, no, we could talk." That's yeah. yeah. And then looking cute. All, all of his suits became super fitted, like Ooh, very yes. tailored. I was like, "Oh, yes. <laughs> give, it, give it to me, Chuck!" And yeah. he was singing low hush tones that I'm Chuck Bass, and my mom still says it sporadically around her house. Oh, I love your mom. No, but really, like she, if she knew right now I was on a gossip girl podcast, she'd be like, oh, did you talk about Chuck? I'm Chuck Bass. That's exactly what she would do. And I swear to you, when I call her after this and tell her I'm going to screen record it, because I know for a fact please. she will say it, oh, and I will please. send it to the vote of you. Oh my gosh. We'd love. Love that. Oh. Yes. Um, Who would you say is the most fuckable on the reboot and the OG? Um... Because I see them in like Vogue and everything, it's yes. going to be Julian. Yes. Like, obviously. So and, sexy. Um, what is the, oh, he's like the Chuck Bass redo, like the repeat. Oh, like Max the Max. Yes. I mean, honestly, I got it when the girl mm. wanted and the boy, I, mean, I get it. He's a very attractive, <laughs> confident boy. Mm-hmm. He looks mm-hmm. smoldering in the eyes, which is actually, I thought he, I think he looks like the character that Chuck Bass became because Ooh, Ed yes. didn't always really look like his character to me, but he yeah. made it a thing. Like he right. made it this yeah. character. And now yeah. this young kid looks like what Chuck Bass is supposed to be. Like oh, the I smoldering eyes, the big curly brows, the dark hair, the jawline. Like he looks very, no matter what your sexual preference is, suddenly you're intrigued and you want to be like, what's going yes. on? Yes. A hundred percent. Because even I'm looking at it, I'm like, hmm, what's there? Something. I would like to explore that. I like really? that a lot. And I just love that Julian, the the our main character, is so anti, like the antithesis of like the normal beauty standard. Because yes. you're really expecting us, Serena Vanderwoodson. Like that was yeah. the whole thing, is that she's just yeah. pretty glam glamazon. Right. That like Blair is rich, but Serena has the she's gorgeous. And Blake mm-hmm. Lively is stunning. But mm-hmm. this girl, we're talking shaved head. I mean. She's black. Uh, what like this the hair like the lack of hair i'm like oh you gotta tell these girls that they are more than just their hair they can yes bitch. yes 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 i mean she is like otherworldly levels of beauty yes. where i'm like you're yes. an angel oh, you rock it. yes it's yes. gorgeous and i'm like give it to me i'm into it and mm. i think it's really interesting how they um we talk about like the costuming on the show a lot and like with Serena, I mean, the way they put Blake Lively's like boobs and legs on full display all the fucking time on that show to the mm-hmm. point where it's just kind of like ridiculous, um, like times where she wouldn't be wearing something plungy where she's like at dinner with her mom, but like her boobs are out. Like, I just don't understand. Yeah. And that's no shame if you free the nipple. But you know what I'm saying? I like no, but yeah. with this. But with the reboot, it's really cool that Julian wears like these oversized like sweaters and men's button ups and like, yes. and just brings such like sex appeal and just like laid back effortless coolness to everything mm-hmm. she wears. And it doesn't have to mm-hmm. do with sexualizing her body in every single scene of the entire show. She's a full think- fashion girl. Exactly. Yeah. And I love that. Girl. I yep. love that. And I think that is the, I mean, look at, look what these young kids have done. They've made like these really unflattering jeans, the sexiest thing you could own that I now mean- the most tailored, hip hugging skinny jeans we all own we now feel subconscious and like these are not sexy yes 
Yes. yes. And what's sexy is me putting on these body lifeless jeans that mm-hmm. are probably a size and a half too big and yes. wearing a crop top at whatever size I am and fucking owning it. Yeah. That is now sexy. And it's mm-hmm. like, wow, did y'all just teach me something? Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Thank you. Like yes. wear oversized things with a skinny heel and make it pop. Like yes. me too. Own mm-hmm. that. And I'm like, yes, girl, you better tell me what to do. I am. In, I have been influenced. Mm-hmm. influenced we receive that feedback we receive that feedback for sure yes. from gen z yeah, yeah. we are making adjustments yes yeah. <laughs> we're taking notes for sure taking notes hardcore okay if you could be any character from the original or the reboot who would it be dorota <laughs> i love that you did not miss a beat will you please elaborate <gasps> I, I i love her with my whole heart yeah mm-hmm. um more than anything in the world. I love that woman. She yes. is the most nourishing person ever. She cared so deeply for Blair. And I love that there was somebody in Blair's house that always mm. made her feel safe. And it was no one that she would regularly have been able to rely on. It wasn't a friend. It wasn't a boyfriend until much, much later. It wasn't a parent. It was her house manager mm-hmm. who was always showing up for her, always there for her. And I just would love to live in that like house but without the problems and the stress of being the rich person who has everything and no one, you know, mm-hmm. like Dorota always knew that if she just showed up for a Blair, like it was fulfilling. She could cook, but she knew this girl was getting fed and it's, it's the educator in me. Like I, I know the kids yeah. are okay when I'm the one taking care of them. Like yes. I spend most of them when I'm doing it for them, but like, I know that you're going to be fine because of it. And I care for this person, but like, I also get to live in this big, beautiful, fabulous home and mm-hmm. take care of all these things by myself. Like mm-hmm. there is no one managing Dorota. She does her own thing and I'm mm-hmm. into it. Like mm-hmm. I just, I love her so much. I love her so much. And the only other person I would be would be Blair so that I could have a Dorota. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, mic drop. A truly yeah. perfect answer. <laughs> Dorota's the shit. And I will say uh, for Tyler's birthday, I got her a cameo from Zuzana who plays Dorota and Zuzana like she literally like hams it up and goes full Dorota on cameo, which is like the sweetest thing in the world. Okay, so I know what I'm getting from myself. I'm getting married (laughs) people. So if you want to send me a cameo. Honey, don't get yourself anything. Don't touch the Cameo app. Yeah, stay away from the Cameo app. Love, you have no idea. That whole show, I like lived, sleep, slept, breathed by that show. And so every character, everything, like hot take, I love Georgina. Bring her on. We love Georgina. I would shiver. And that's why I was like, this is going to be so good. I used to like, pre-select episodes and I would go back to the Netflix queue and look at all of them to see if she was in them because I'm just like when does she leave because yes. she's awful yes <laughs> yes she makes me so anxious but same oh, but we need so her much. she's to quote Paris Michelle Nicholson she's an agent of chaos yeah yeah, yeah. Like, can you imagine a Disney because like, you know what I mean like I see this girl I'm like I've seen her on Disney Channel. She's like in DCOMs, like DCOMs. Yeah. She's a little like Harriet the Spy. Yeah. Right. And here you are being bad. What? The range. She's got a giant statement necklace and long, soft curls and nothing to lose. (laughs) Yes, of course. I mean, (laughs) I mean, look, social, cultural impact of this show. Like coming back to my world of Bravo. Um, that's where we get NYC prep. It came from the oh. era of all things Gossip Girl. Bring it back. And famously, it back. the reason that that show did not work is because you can't actually film actual teenagers drinking actual martinis. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. We cannot yes. promote them having a lot of sex. We cannot promote them going into bars and being like drunk or sneaking in. We no. can't do it. Mm-mm. But to that, I also say... If you've ever seen Real Housewives of Orange County up until season six, that's all we watch teenagers do. Yes. So who's lying? Who is I watched all, the, all of Lynn Curtin's kids sneak into lots of stuff. Thank you. And drink lots of things on camera yeah. in front of their parents. So who's lying? I'm with you, Tyler. Bring it back. Wow, that's Let's a great again. point. Let's do it again. I would wa- I sometimes will rewatch that. It's uh, so comforting. Like I crave that. And the, what was the gallery? 
Gallery yeah, Girls. Gallery, girl. gallery yes. Girls. Oh, bring it back. That shit was wild. I, I want love it. I want Gallery it. I Girls want to yeah. me scratches the Gossip Girl itch better than NYC Prep, but I love NYC Prep because they all think that they're like really cool, but yes. they're all such like yeah. derpy little high schoolers. Like Jesse, who's like, Operation Smile is really important to me. I'm like, you're <laughs> yes. too fucking much. Like you're too, she's doing the most with her like <laughs> saggy, like embellished beanie. She's like, PC, seriously? Like it's just too too much it's yeah so and the much. friend is like hey girl she's like yeah i'm like really annoyed because you're like 20 minutes late yeah. um <laughs> and that's like really funny and i say i actually think there is a world that they should tap into that's like gossip girl it's actually going to be even better i know this is like oh everybody knows you know nyc and upper east side manhattan mm-hmm. that's where it's at I won't see your Upper East Side Manhattan and I raise you come to D.C. I what? knew you were going to say that. I'm fully Are invested. So invested. There's, a, there's four private schools, more than one, more than one. It just right. houses all the children of politicians. Who, I don't know, makes decisions for the rest of the country. Amazing. Amazing. They're coming. Amazing. There are certain schools in the middle of the city where you can't get more than a 400 square foot studio apartment that has acreage just for security detail, just for secret service, so they can bring in the whole motor code and nobody blinks an eye. Like, it's a thing. They just come in. Like, I know kids who have never left Georgetown, and all of D.C. has a lot of diversity. There's a lot of things that it's very gentrified and stuff now, but there are some kids who are born and raised there, and they've never left the one area that was built by slaves was realized to be the most beautiful neighborhood, probably on the East Coast, mm-hmm. and then completely ripped away from them. And then boom, Georgetown University and all the things, and they had to apologize. And it's so, it's so pretty. And they've never left that area. Whitney wow. Cummings, the comedian, it's from mm-hmm. Georgetown. Mm-hmm. She specifically says Georgetown and not DC for that reason, because it's wow. two completely different worlds. Like these kids, I used to go to brunch on the waterfront in Georgetown, like the overlooks of the Potomac. Arlington, Virginia is right there, a, a stone throw away. And you, there's just a line of yachts right in front of all these re- regular family restaurants that you go to. And there's just young people on these yachts mm-hmm. just chilling. Like Jeez. multiple yachts full of multiple young people. Not They don't oh know God. each other, but that many yachts are there. And then I walk into the restaurant I'm going to and there's Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade just sitting having brunch there. Like, what? And no one's blinking an eye because again, nations capital like people are shocked to drive through and be like oh this is a really cute building how much is that oh it's about four million i'm sorry excuse me i'm like welcome girl these and i have kids that grow up right there they've never seen anything else they have like the richest parents ever and they don't even know it no that is the show you want i are friends with the obama's kids like you ever think about that like Oh. Who were these friends that they had? They were like in the White House and they're not even phased. We're phased. Right. Yeah. We're the ones that are like, oh my God, they're just like casually having like a play date at the White House. And these kids are like, yeah, this is my third time here. Like with a wow. person. Like I've known three presidents, daughters or whatever. Like there's multiple schools that are like the those type of schools. And they're not that crazy to get into. I mean, as long as you have $58,000, you can go. Easy. Oh my God. <laughs> so easy. God. Anyone can do it. Oh my God. Like anyone can do it. So I say, come to DC, do your yes. reality show here because they will have, they have zero awareness of anything else, but they're also socially like active. Like they're social yes. activists. It's crazy. Yes. Like that's like the vibe. Like, cause their parents wow. are in the politics. They know what's going on in the world and mm-hmm. they have strong opinions at 16. They're mm-hmm. strong Republicans or Democrats at 16 years old. They all hang out and just happen to take, again, security details to school. And it is very, like, it's nice. It's fun. Now, that wow. is fun because their discussions at school will be about who comes to the party because who voted for Trump. It'll be that. I need that wow. on my TV. Yes. And I need, I need a Bravo budget behind it. I don't want MTV touching that kind of story. No, I, I no. need I need glossy Bravo we editors and Chirons. Yeah, please. Like we need professionals, people who have handled money before. Exactly. Like they know what to do with the coin and the prestige of it all. If you can handle exactly. Kathy Hilton, you can handle these children. A hundred percent. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. America's resort and hotel chain. If you can handle them, you can handle, I don't know, the government. 
I mean, they do have to be careful because remember, famously, House Hounds of D.C. happened and basically Secret Service said, you will shut down production today. Thanks. And they were like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. What are you going to do if you're Bravo? Be like, I'm sorry. No, the people need to see what's going on. What are you going to do? Yeah. You want to tell the government? No. Okay. Yeah. We'd have no more Bravo. Right. So I get the allure of like staying at NYC, but I'd love to see Gossip Girl D.C. or Gossip Girl even God. like Beverly Hills, Orange County, branch it out, go there. Yeah, I feel like incredible. The girls of the West Coast would deeply want to be gossip girly. They would be all oh, for sure. It. They're dramatic, Absolutely. and extra, and their son, and they have bleach blonde hair. They do it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. I, Tyler and I were just talking about like old money rich versus new money rich, and I was saying like I feel like West Coast tends to be like. I don't know, a little more out or like ostentatious with their wealth, whereas East Coast, I feel like, is more like classy and chic, like money talks, yes. wealth whispers, whereas the West Coast is like, look at my G-Wagon. Like, that's more the vibe over here. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I do think it would probably be easy for them to find teenagers and their parents who are willing to just like throw yes. all that shit out there for TV. Yeah. I don't think it would Absolutely. be hard. Mm-hmm. Also, their parents are already on Housewives. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So just get the kids and get we'll the have kids. a good time. It's time. I think Gossip Girl LA would be the hills. It'd be. <laughs> we right. already that's, saw it. But like, go me. younger. Go no. younger. It's fine. Because my Super Sweet 16 is basically just Gossip Girl <gasps> split up. I mean, those were all the same kids. I love that. I, mean, I would think it's because of Gossip Girl that those kids were like, we must go big or go home because it's it's the vibe. Oh, mm-hmm. we must. totally. Absolutely. Little John at my party, we should. We absolutely Oh, should my God. Yes. What are you talking about? I love that Tiana Taylor was on my Super Sweet 16 and now Hello? she's Tiana Taylor. Like, and she had, the, she had the sickest party, the sickest dress. She got Heatherette to make her dress. Like she was yes, the coolest was kid in the world. Yeah. Like, like a, a tutu. Puffy, I encourage mm. people to look this up. It was like a big tutu that she could like pull off. And it was like a bodysuit yes. like, thing underneath. And it was so 80s skateboard themed. And she had these and like cool was, sneakers. Like mm-hmm. she looked yes, amazing. $1,000 sneakers. And she like got a car, but she didn't want a car. She wanted like a custom dirt bike or something like yes. that. Yeah. Like a mountain bike. And I was like, this girl is the coolest. She's so... <laughs> She like literally like I've just never seen a 16 year old know who they are so much in my life. But Tiana Taylor was like, yes, no, yes, no. This is what I want. That will not work. And I'm like, of course, you're a famous person now. Like you earned it. Yeah, she absolutely earned it. Like, I I think she's 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 amazing. And I often like wonder, like, is it weird that I kind of want to follow actual Julian like on Instagram? No, no, like. The character. I'm like, can we like build a profile around her? We got on the Gossip Girl website was a thing for a while. Can we like actually build yeah like an Instagram around? Because I, I would totally might have. follow her. I like might- her. Like I I I think, I think they, they have did. One for her. Yeah, find her share of herself. Yeah. I think that she does her best, and she really is misunderstood. She is. Like yes, her. justice Great. for jewels. Um, Monty, if you could eat any beverage or eat any food or drink any beverage on the steps of the Met, what would you pick? Um, uh, smoked salmon avocado toast with a fried egg medium on top and <laughs> a triple grande um, skinny vanilla latte iced with light ice. I okay. am obsessed with you. And without I... without missing a beat, what would you be wearing? Like, what would your signature steps of the Met look be if you were going oh. to Constance? Oh, absolutely. Um, it's probably a, a, a if, we're, if we're doing fall, we're doing a black legging and an oversized like um, cardigan sweater type thing. Um, I love a nice tank top underneath and a medium. I have really like short legs, but like thick calves because I was a dancer for like 14 years. So my calves have not gone away and I really need them to quit. Um, so I can't do boots like much taller than like my mid calf. So but a brown flat leather, you know, mid cap boot. And love. that's why I love fall so much yes. because it is so basic, but it's so good. It's so right. good. And that's what I'm doing. Like I'm already in that outfit in my mind and it like has like a big woven tie or something mm-hmm. on the car getting just to tie it. And then, yes. Oh, and yes. it all came from Target. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just love Target and I oh, love fall fashions. And I think it's a destination. I think it Target is. and Norsham go hand in hand to me. Absolutely. I go there and just meander. Like I get a Starbucks and I just look at shit, pick up a pumpkin, pick up a sweater. It's so sweet. Why not? I go in for like 
Clorox and then come yep. out with a new wardrobe. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that's and so Clorox. funny. Yeah. You're like, I checked more than one thing off my non-existent list. Um, yes. And ty- cheers to that. Tyler literally was just saying to me like mere days ago that the Target fall fashions are like 10 out of 10. So 10 now I really feel like I need to go. They're yeah. the best. Every year I spend at least 100 to $200 just getting random new fall stuff. And then yeah. I don't, I pick, I go places just to wear it. So is that not like, Recontributing to the economy. Did Target just save America's economy? I yes. think they did. I think they did. Because now I'm choosing is. to go to brunch every week because <laughs> I have this really cute cardigan and I need to wear. Correct. It needs, and it's it needs less, a moment. And it's less of a commitment you know, like a TJ Maxx one that like has like the hashtag bless. Like it's cute, but like I don't know. And it's like this the price point is consistent. You're not like so oh, this is really cute. Oh, this is like Oh, it's a hard. It's $70. No, right, I didn't right. get that target. It's like everything is 50 and under, coats yep. under a hundred. Yeah. Here you go. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I could get anything I want in here for under a hundred dollars. And that's really important to me. That's amazing. That's mm-hmm. all our questions. Money. Oh Thank you. This you didn't really... ask who my least favorite people <gasps> in oh, the girl was. Okay, no, we have time. Y'all. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Please tell us. We yeah, need who's to your know. least favorite? Wait. Without a doubt, it is Jenny. What? <laughs> of course. The girl is a lot. Oh, oh, and Vanessa, when she showed up on Shameless mm-hmm. years later, I couldn't watch it. I was like, I hate you still. I just found her to be incredibly invasive. And Jenny just, I didn't understand the arc, the character arc transition. No. None of it made sense to no me. One does. Why couldn't you just go the route of Dan and just like, you know, quietly and secretly hate everyone on the internet? Yeah. Like right. that is the way you should go. Absolutely. For sure. That is what you should do. And I must say, no, I want to hear you guys' least favorites first. And then I have a very quick story to end on because it's going to rock your world. Oh my God, I can't wait. Tyler, do you want to go first? Yeah. Rapid Fire, Serena Vanderwoodson, Hot Take, um, Mm, Vanessa, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Jenny and Dan. There, I said Mm -hmm. it. Here we go. I would say Serena Vanderwoodson is probably my number one. Um, if we're going more niche, I really dislike Rachel Carr, the teacher. Yes. Hate. Um, can't fucking stand her. Uh, Jenny is indeed an idiot. Um, so I would have to add her to my list as well. And, you know, I Vanessa's, but I know, but Vanessa, I will say a hot take. I'm warming up to Vanessa, but in the early episodes where she like just w- always showed up at Dan's all the time, I was like, Vanessa, it's called calling ahead. You can't just like climb yeah. in somebody's window. Yeah. Like this is send a text. Something. Yeah. Hey, come on. Over you home. Yeah, yeah. She would just always be like climbing out of the fire escape. Like, Hey Dan. And I was like, I can't with you, but I'm warming up to her because I think her and Nate are cute together but where we're at in season two they like just broke up so we'll see what happens we'll see what happens yeah. so I, I've seen it three times um, <laughs> I will watch it right. again with all the same awe um, no my really quick story is that in high school I went to one of those um, upper echelon high schools not the one that's $58,000 but uh, still probably way more than we should be spending on <laughs> education for yep. our high school student. Um, mm-hmm. Decisions were made. They weren't mine, but I had a great time. It's where I met my fiance. So it's all good. Everything worked mm, out. Worth it. But it was one of those like really nice schools that people had too much and they did things and all of that stuff. Yeah, like It's totally. one of those Catholic schools where everything's secret and people have too much money and they don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. And someone started a Gossip Girl Twitter at my school. <gasps> they did. And it took off. Mm-hmm. <gasps> And it was this very obscure outsider type of girl who I did know. We were in the BSU together, Black Student <gasps> Union Association thing, BSA rather. And didn't know it was her at first because it was a Twitter, it's Twitter, you know, during those right. years. And she got submissions. People would submit stuff. She was outing the girls. And one thing she outed was that these two girls were selling a P test. And it did result into the expulsion of one of the girls. <gasps> now talk about influence. Oh my. She just got a hot take girl. and a DM and she sent it out to the world and it sparked a thing, an investigation, and it was not good. I and mean, then talk how did about rocking our world? Yes. Truly, how did they figure out that it was her? Like, did she, she did she have concept- herself? <gasps> she couldn't deal with the guilt. She was having a full she like telltale heart moment. 
people were like, you're literally ruining lives talking about boyfriends cheating and girls being like not virgins and they're Catholic. So naturally they take on a very big different kind of guilt about it coming out and the purity of it all. Like not about doing it, it's about people knowing about it. So they were very like, they're ruining lives and this is terrible. And parents were calling because they're like, my child is in distress and everyone has something bad happening to them at this point. So she was like, I will reveal who I am. And I think she honestly just wanted to be seen even if it was for hate just if it was hated like just even if it was like just for some kind of notoriety like she just wanted to be seen at that school that's really what it was and um it it didn't really work but there was a series of scandals at our school for them to talk about so I mean it was somebody's had to think of it right wow I want like me first I want Sofia wow. Coppola to like direct this story into like a film. Oh, yes. Like a super bling ring we, style. Yeah. The things that we could uncover about <laughs> my school. And if that just happened at mine, imagine the schools that are 60K. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. They um, gotta be doing nothing in the bathroom or something. Like, <laughs> wow. I don't know. But you know, it's, yeah, wow. that was the story. We had our own Gossip Girl. She named it Gossip Girl of the school I went to and everything. Wow. Like, literally, it just like scares the shit out of me. I'm like, is she Same. watching us right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> I hope oh not. I hope she's, you know, gotten some other friends with things by now. But <laughs> yeah, um, one can only hope. All to say, it, it's just Gossip Girl was the moment. Like, it was yes. the time. It has always been the time. It always was. It will be the moment. And it's always a worthy binge. Like, I'm about to join you guys now on your binge of season two because why not yes uh yes why not thrilled to have you on the journey with us yes truly Um, such an honor yes money this was so so fun um will you you tell me oh please the pleasure was all ours will you please tell our amazing listeners where they can find you and plug all the things yeah of course you can find me at mixing with money M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I um, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, podcasts and Patreon under the same name where I cover all things Bravo and Housewives related. Yes. Incredible. Uh, what a Talk joy. never ending scandal. Now's a great, if you like this type of scandal, this yes. is a great time to join anything Bravo related. Yes. Yep. <laughs> we have yep. real criminals. Um, real criminals in our midst between the Jen Shaw and the Erica Jane of it all y'all gotta head over to Monty's podcast Mixing with Monty and hear about all of it thank you so Uh, much for having me this was so fun thanks so much for coming all right listeners we'll see you soon bye bye you know love us